Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The podcast that you need to listen to. The podcast that you need to listen to. And you can with the show. I'm excited about this podcast. I'll tell you why. Because although, and you might not like this, but as a West Ham fan, you are a West Ham fan, and me as a QPR fan, I feel like we're closer together than the bulk of the people that we have on the One for the Weekend podcast. Well, how do you work that out? You're not in the same division. You're nowhere near them. Yeah, well, yeah. I get that. Right. I know what you're trying you know to say. I know I what he's trying to say. Digging you out. I but think. we ain't QPR. I'm sorry, bro. No, you're not. You lot are, you <laughs> lot, you lot are in crisis. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Listen, perpetual for, crisis. Well, we are going to get into... I'm so excited about this podcast because Steve-O has played, has played proper football. Played really? for Leighton Orient. Real football. Played for Newport County. That's not real football. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Played for QPR. And we were just reminiscing about some old players. So we're going to talk about the best player that uh, Steve ever played against. It, it won't be someone that you know about, but there's an amazing story around that and some mm. other players as well. So that's going to be amazing. But you're an old QPR guy. Yeah, man. So don't start like Don't no, start no, no. this <laughs> But this is why I know QPR, whatever how good they are doing in the league, as a club, man... They should be doing so much better. Mm-hmm. When they went down, when they went down with the Rios and Rio was in that team that went down, right? Yeah. Like that team there when they just put loads of money in. I was so well, disappointed. That was the second time. I was so <laughs> disappointed, but I feel like West Ham have sort of done that this year in the likes of Zabaleta and we went out and just got an out of it. We got when they got these players, these good premiership players, but wasn't right for our club, you know what yes. I mean? I think QPR done that and that's why it scares me when I think West Ham could possibly go down, but yeah, QPR. I, I, but the, yeah, the reason I like, and at least you're kind of, you're closer than no, the stop, Man United. Stop saying that. Yeah. Why? It doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. You don't understand it because you've gone. You've, your ship has sailed. You're now battling it out with those other guys, and you've lost all perspective of real football. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm at a position now where I'm not even bothered if QPR exists anymore. Like that, if, if QPR. So just, you used to think? Yeah, I used to care about other fans I'll and other that. clubs, but now. I don't, I don't, you know, we're, we're beyond, you know, like you said, another stratosphere, Spurs, yeah. you know, I don't have to worry about well, I don't about think people. Spurs are that far, listen, like, Spurs were getting that, they was, but you, they've slowed down, wow. they've slowed down the last year, I don't know why you didn't go and invest, and, and the people you did invest in, Lorente, you don't even play him when Harry Kane mm. gets injured, yeah. so I don't understand, so Spurs was going that way, and they could have gone, gone out and said, you know what, let's go and spend a hundred million, yeah? I'd love that. But they didn't. They so don't. It's not that you are closer we to are West Ham to... and QPR. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's happening? Why am I not with Tottenham? Yeah, 
You are you getting at him? You're a championship team. He's just starting. You're mugging him off. No, I'm not mugging him off. It feels like you've been mugged off. Don't do that, mate. This has gone horribly wrong. Don't do that. I was really hoping that because I'm kind of... Where were you going with that, though? I'm curious. Okay, this is where I was going with that. So, as a QBR fan, very similar to West Ham in terms of the size of the club, there are players that you know are great players because you watch them week in week out mm-hmm. but then you talk to anyone else because they might be a bit smug a bit arrogant they might have lost their way they might not be in touch with football anymore <laughs> name and no names well, they go what that guy he's, well, he's rubbish because Noble, he's not at that level Noble is that player thank you and I have it all the time especially two years ago he should have been in the England team because you get a little Tottenham player Winks who I love Winks mm. he's going to end up like we need to be producing more Winks just take that he's technically <laughs> unbelievable right so, but nevertheless he gets straight into the team um, guy at Liverpool striker Solanke he, he played made his full debut for, or played for England before he made his full debut yeah. Smalling didn't even play a game <laughs> before he got into the England team this year so like for me I don't understand why Noble missed out when he played incredible that year you know what I mean so Noble's that guy for me that I tell everyone yes, he's, yeah. he's a mate like he run like mate his legs are starting to go a bit now Mark will admit that but he's still got it up there and um he mate that season we had he reminded me of when we had Scott Parker before Tottenham nicked him so much yeah, yeah. So. Who's the, who's, is there a player who you've had to say to people probably yeah that you go no he is good honestly honestly he's great uh, Dembele uh, it was, there was a couple of seasons ago where he wasn't doing much much business you know he, he was on the, doing much business yeah on the pitch he weren't, he weren't delivering right. delivering the, the peas and uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but, but, but you could see that, that this guy is levels above the majority of midfielders he go up against he did things that you he, 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 he manufactured um, opportunities through just brute strength yes. and, and, and the ball would stick to him and I was saying this even to Spurs fans like, you've, got to, you've got to rate this player you've got to get him in the team uh, and then it comes to the fore under Pochettino he turned into an absolute beast in midfield and you know people rave about him now he's starting to fall apart a little bit do but... you know the story about what Harry Redknapp said about him in the sense that he said you have to tell him every day he's the best yeah. like you have to keep getting him like you have to motivate him mm. which it makes sense because you watch him I love, I love watching him Someone that good, like he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Great. Probably could score more. Mm. Um, it's like, why ain't he playing for Madrid? Now, there's no disrespect to no, Tottenham. No, it's funny you say that, right? Because the, uh, the weirdest motivational tactic that I've ever heard come out of Tottenham was Les Ferdinand put his arm around Dembele. This was just after Modric and Bow had, had signed for Real Madrid. He put his arm around him and went, you, you put the effort in, you could be the next one going to Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. What are you on about? No, where, where was that? Speed it like, up. This is something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we, you know what? We've got a special relationship with Real Madrid. Well, you no. take our players. You take West Ham players. And was that in like the training grounds? Yeah, apparently. This is this, this, this be a massive Spurs fan like doing it, just mopping up. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. What? That, but that's that's the couple of years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. a couple of years that, ago. That, that, they they yeah. couldn't say that now. I, I think Spurs, as I say, it's literally just this. This little period now, I know Harry's doing well, and hmm. but getting rid of Walker and who, who else left? Was Walker? Uh, I think was the main big one. This Walker was the main one. And I think yeah. it was more the people you you didn't bring in for me. But yeah. yeah, Walker going, and it just it made me think. 
Like, you ain't trying to... I, I mean, we've got this stadium to build, and it's costing a billion pounds, which is a lot of money. I mean, that's the entire cost of Man, United, Man City's transfer activity since yeah. the Shakes took over. So that's yeah. the amount of money. I'd rather them put, play at White Lane and put that billion pounds into the squad. But White Lane is an amazing stadium. Even though, it's only a year, you, it? you need to yeah. expand, I suppose. You yeah. need to expand. But, yeah, but, but do, do you? Because what... what yeah, do where, you, is, exactly. is there, where's, Give me the evidence where moving to a bigger stadium actually results in better performance on the pitch. Oh, City. But, oh, no, that's cheap. Yeah, 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 true. Is it uh, Brighton, I think, is probably one of the very few. Yeah, yeah Brighton's a good one. But that, I mean, the With Dean Stadium was... If any, just like Google it, it's like it was, it was so far. It was like the London Stadium, but the capacity is three thousand. <laughs> that's, yeah. like, like, that's how I can kind of explain the way. Yeah. Newport County's uh, stadium. Yeah. that was well, not now. They've done it up now, but before I hate running track stadiums. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. The best thing Man City done was getting rid of that um, the running track around it. Yeah, it's 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 the death of it, isn't it? That's what I love about Loftus Road. Like it's so. Close. It is a great little stadium, that. Um, last week uh, the oh, trivia. Oh, oh, no, I was going to say Loftus Road, but if you was if you would have got to where you was trying to get to, <coughs> you would have left that. Yeah, that well, there's been a lot of talk about us moving, which seems to have calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week we asked you these questions. We asked you only three players born after the Premier League began, uh, August 1992, of uh, have players scored Premier League hat tricks? Uh, the three were Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane, and Romelu Lukaku. There we go. We only really got two of them. Only got two of them. Uh, it's Raheem Sterling. A few people in the comments got it. So well done. And uh, the other one was there. Uh, so there were twelve players. There are twelve players uh, with a surname beginning with Q, right? Yeah. That have played in the Premier League. Only f- uh, five have played that aren't called Quinn yeah. of those twelve. Okay. And the five were Quasi. Oh, Quasi. We didn't get Quasi. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, Quasi or Quashi, but Kadru uh, of Middlesbrough, Charisma, who played a few games for Chelsea, uh, a guy called Quigley, who played in like 1993. No, 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 I think it's a different guy. Uh, Scott played for Man City, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Colin Quainer, who this year played for <gasps> Huddersfield. Oh, right. <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, nah. And there'll be more on Huddersfield <laughs> later in the podcast. Uh, this week, right. This is the question for the comments, and Steve, if you can get any of them off, off the top of your head, then uh, let us know. Who are the three outfield players? To play every minute of the season for a Premier League title-winning side. Oh, I'm going to say. Oh, hang on, sorry. One, two, three, four. I'm going to say <laughs> one. One is Aspilicueta. Correct. Um, another one I'm going to say is Kante. Nope. No. No. Oh. Uh, it's one of the Leicester players. So it's got to be Leicester player. Yeah. There is a Leicester player. Um, who would have played every game? Um, Left back. You've got to the end of the show. Oh, so just shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Halfway through the conversation, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Let's know in the comments and we'll reveal the answer next week. This podcast is the One for the Weekend podcast. It's brought to you by Fan League. Uh, Steve O is an ambassador for Fan League. How does that nice, feel to be an ambassador? Guys. I love it. I love it's it. Cool, Honestly, it? it's the best thing ever. Um, it's getting a bit mad. I'm, I'm a part of your league. He's part of the league. Mental. There's, yeah. like, there's so many people yeah, in there. They're proper and into it as well. There's Barton. That's right. Yeah, I get a bit of banter if I do poor week. Or, I love it. It's, yeah. It's if I'm being honest, I wish I built the app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, man. Had an idea. I wish I built the app because something I've been doing lately. I'm, I'm building apps. So I've built one. I'm building one at the moment. Um, so I've got a music one. I'm building a family one. Wow. A football one. 
is one I would have done next year. Yeah, yeah. um, so the next best thing is being an ambassador of it. And yeah. Uh, so last week we asked you, we needed your help. We're like 250th in the league rankings. Not good enough for the one for the weekend uh, league. And uh, Sam Jordan, Tim Hughes and Prabhat Jadhav, welcome. Welcome to the one for the weekend league. Do your best, boys. Um, we'll do the mug roll call. Right. Uh, for last week we sort of said what, who now? was doing well who was doing bad yep so 2 out of 13 Jack Murphy who got that Mug Mug <laughs> definitely uh, Rowan Letlow 2 out of 13 Mug Mug Gary Flavel 2 out of 13 I don't know how oh, it's possible <laughs> oh no hey, I don't know I don't oh, know my God, I don't know how, how it's possible to do that thank you I don't know what happened. Like, right? So, so what, what's good about family? Right? So once, you, once you signed up, you get this email saying, yeah, oh, yeah, "This is how you did this week." And I was thinking, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, I got eleven out of thirteen. I was in the money. I got, yeah. I got, I got, I got a little bit of bank. This time, like two out of thirteen. How is it even possible? Like the law of averages would say that that was impossible. Incredible. The, the best uh, person. Is it right? Our... Is it right? Has it been checked? <laughs> Well, mate, it's not just you. So, I mean, that's the only thing that saves you. Let's not forget Mug. Mug, yeah, I am, mate. Down the barrel, got it. Mug. Mug. Yeah. Um, Rob Spur, 7 out of 13. Well done, mate. Helping the average go up. I get uh, get to half-edge a few things uh, each week as a a pundit for, for the app. So I got 10. So I, I'm literally I'm the pie of our of our one for the weekend. I'm kind of cheating a little bit, but it says that like so you can play for twenty p. Yeah, and that's what I, I imagine a few of you guys are doing. But just just like a I tiny didn't. bit more money. I didn't. Really? I was half I twenty five quid on it. <laughs> I spent I spent about three quid on it. Wow, and well, I got two somehow. Uh, regardless of all I'm of in, that, I'm in shock. Yeah, no, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's thinking of walking out. I, I, I don't know what it is because I I've been. Getting Your a bit deep time. Well, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight point one five. But now you've just said about the half edges. Obviously, yeah. The people I'm going against, they're not half edging. So of course I'm going to be better. Well, that's if you want to get involved, and you, you, you've got a much, much, obviously, much better chance. Of you have to half edge. Yeah, you have to make. Obviously, like it's very. It's, there's it's a few games in there that are like 50 50 yeah. that it's hard to predict. Yeah, I'm like, Spen. Do you ever ask? Spend that. So, so uh, I'm a pundit. Ian McIntosh is, you know, the journalist of the pundit, and Sven. Every week, last sort of five or six weeks, I've started this new tactic where I go, if I'm not sure, I'll go with the home team and I'll half-edge a draw. Mm. Mm. And it's worked for me. But I cannot beat Sven. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot beat the guy. You know, and McIntosh, who's, I think he's overthinking it, he keeps struggling each week. So yeah, I don't know yeah. what's going on there. But well, uh, yeah. Sven's Sven. If you want to get involved in it, then you can do. We'll put a link in the description. Uh, you can enjoy the Spartan League. Can I join your league? Yes, yeah, 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 I just yeah. sent you an invite. Because yeah, 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 your, your average is good and we need to get, get you involved. No, no, uh, I want to just beat you. Don't try and beat <laughs> No, no, you're work with some team games. I was a team. Yeah, yeah. Everyone so, go team. Um, I think 10 grand in the uh, prize pot this week. Zero pay for 20p, that's not too bad. And the other thing, Ooh. in terms of you making some decent money off this, mate, 53 people, 553 people in your tree. So a tree is when you in, recruit new people to be in, in your league or whatever. If you do that, if you play and get two out of 13, but the guy that you've recruited... Gets, gets in the money you get some money as well yeah. so there's there's money coming your way yes. mate. Um, see it. and I'm, good. Uh, I'm happy with that as, yeah. as my wife or girlfriend she wants to be my wife um, <laughs> she's trying to spend a lot I give her £800 this week yeah. uh, for shopping Right, and I'm thinking it's Christmas shopping. Yeah, like food and that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm thinking it's Christmas shopping. It's eight hundred quid. Yeah. Why am I? We're not eating eight hundred pounds worth of food. <laughs> I didn't think that. When she says to me, she goes, "We need to talk about Christmas presents." 
are you talking about? So I'll give you an answer. That was, that was for money. food. I said, mate, you better get the kids some food. <laughs> You're getting food for Christmas. Let <laughs> me open up some turkey sandwiches. Wrap up some oranges. Right, yeah. so we've got so much cool stuff to talk about. I'm going sk- to skip to some, uh, a little bit that I wanted to talk to you about, about your family. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of try to move that towards uh, football. We are going to be talking about David Moyes and and if and where the, where he sort of sits in your mind. Are we going to be giving a call to a person and Moyes. giving them a bit of not no David, not David right. Moyes? Yeah. We're we're making that call and saying. So, for example, I'm going to give Fernando Torres a call in a little bit, mm. and uh, we're going to talk. I'm going to give him some advice. So, if I was able to give someone advice ahead of time. We're going to do that phone call, so Steve is going to reveal who his will be. Those were the days we'll be coming back. Soldiers lost in battle. Man City versus Spurs. We're going to talk about Pep Guardiola and if he's now proving that he's the best of the lot and, and loads more. But the first thing I want to talk about here is because you're talking about you know the family and stuff like that. I was wondering, mm-hmm. is parenting in any way the same as football management? Do the skills of parenting transfer, right? So... What I want you to do, I want you to answer as a dad, not as a football manager. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll create a scenario that's kind of in, in the sort of way of a football manager. And yeah. I just want to, and then you can decide if it does kind of translate the management of. Well, I'm Steve O'Son in this case. No, you're not Steve O'Son. You're reviewing two out of if it would work, <laughs> if it would move across yeah, into football manager. Right? So replace the word kids with member of the squad. Okay? Right. Jesus so Christ. a member of your squad has come out and questioned your methods claiming that your 11pm curfew is unfair and that you need to chill out. As a dad, how would you, how would you deal with a member of your squad coming out and questioning your methods? You know what? And this is, as a dad and as a manager, I just, I'd love to be a manager, by the way. I'd, I just don't want to be a coach. I'd, I'd love just to be a manager, make the decisions. I'd say, you know what? Sit down, son or daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, Imagine tell me, tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what's on your mind. Like, why do you think you need to be out later? What will being out later achieve for you? Um, will it make a better performance for you being a, my, my kid? You know what I mean? You being out later, will it? Yeah, but all my mates. So when you're Go managing your squad... Is, uh, sorry, all my mates are, are out, aren't they, Dad? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, gaffer, gaffer. Ga- gaffer. Yeah. Uh, what you know? Why, why can't I stay? They're all staying out. Well, if your mates jumped off a cliff, yeah, would you jump off a cliff? What is a good point? Well, if there's uh, what's that at the bottom ba- of the cliff? Bouncy castle. <laughs> <laughs> I might do. Yeah. Now, on a level, I think um, I would listen to my kid, but listen, eleven o'clock curfew, depending on the age. Like the streets are tough. You know them ones. The, yeah. the, street, the streets ain't easy. I know. So, Flav <laughs> knows. No, he's been mate. out yeah. there. Yeah. But um, yeah. So no, no. I'd listen though. I really am. A, I'm, a, I'm a listener. It's in, in my household. It's really tough. And I think as managers, this is tough as well because I've had managers like this where to separate mate, dad, mate, manager. Like you know what I mean. So. So what are your tips for getting the best out of your squad? Um, I want stat transfers. Uh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah? Yeah, man. Happy home, happy, happy, happy workplace. It's, it's happy, it's good times. And when someone's happy, you're going to get the best performance. Do you think that would transfer into football management? If you 100%. just went, right, guys, fun. 100%. Well, I've, I've been fun. listening to some podcasts of ex-players, and David Bentley especially, and he was saying like, that the fun went out of the game. And so I, I think there's something in, in that. Do you ever have any managers when you was, when you was playing that w- would stop you from kind of disciplinarians and stop you from doing things that you want to do? And, 
even my most strictest managers knew how to have fun. Like, but my best manager, Dean Holdsworth, he, he, I had him later on in my career. In he bowed league. down, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <old D laughs> he was like, his thing was, he was a model. Was it him? Was that Dean yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, He was a model. He's the <laughs> first. He was Dino. Yeah. Um, was the first He's sort a of playboy. forward as well. Oh, oh mate, scored goals, mate. Wimbledon. Scored goals with, yes, goals at Wimbledon, Bolton. Bolton, yeah. But, um, Dino, man, because he come from the crazy gang. He, some of his stories about the crazy gang, by the way. He's, he's mental. But um, he just wanted that installed. Now, the reason is because you can take below average players, install a team spirit and fun into them, and it makes them above average players, you know what I mean? Mm. And you can get real, real good players that are just literally like just there for the check and they're going to be shit. You know what I mean? Because they don't care. You know what I mean? In football, in anything you do in life, you need effort. You know what I mean? And you want, you got to want to do it. And I think with a uh, having fun, con- I'm getting confused now. Are the kids sticking around for the money? Is that what the sense I was going? Well, mate, I'm getting confused with the team. At the moment, man, like <laughs> you, you know, and listeners listening in, my celebrity is rising. Sure. But my kids, I'm open. My kids know this as well. Mm. So you got my kid Leah. She's spending twenty two pound on flipping lip gloss. And I'm telling her, look, man, you got to start thinking your dad's back in the van. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're sticking around for the check two at the moment. So. <laughs> and a final one. So, pre-season trip to Florida. Tensions amongst the squad are tense uh, after too much Mountain Dew. How would you deal with the rising tensions in your squad? We actually are going to Florida. It's my favourite destination. Um... So squad is my kids. It's very confusing, but it's what I've got you. I've got you. It's, I'm, I'm like this. Um... I would beat them with the belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll beat them. Family with the doesn't belt. condone beating. With <laughs> nah, I wish, I wish, I wish I could, but we can't because we're not allowed nowadays. I wish they'd have stopped that when my parents were. <laughs> Trust me, could have that ruin early. Cheers, man. Um, but yeah, no. Um, again, man, you know what? I am a listener, but I tell you like why I can listen. I can listen to my kids and and my squad. Because from early on, first day of pre-season when I got the job, I said to my squad, don't fuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) So when I look at them, yeah, they know what, what, they know, listen, yeah, the not on it. There's a line. Yeah, trust me. And and my kids are good. My kids are good. And I'd like to think that um, as a manager, I'd have a a good squad, man. That is a great one in terms of the transfer, especially if you were being into the parenting or managing a football team. It needs to be very clear when you switch. Yeah. And you can't switch too often, can you? No. There's that moment. I've told you about this. My dad was so calm, right? But then once he went, he, and it wasn't even loud, he'd, go, he'd just grab your arm and go, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna behave yourself now. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. You're going to behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We love our parents, by the way. <laughs> we do love our parents. I love my dad, but he once made me go to parents' evening in my school uniform. Oh, that's out of order, right, isn't it? Yeah. That's, fucking, that's bang yeah. out of order. My mum used to make my mum would make me anyone any kid that was on, at the front anyone she could see in a school uniform after school times. She's telling them to go home again. She hated it. Yeah. Oh yeah. mate, you had to come home and again. I'm the same with my kids. Like you come home, get out of uniform. Otherwise. You come out and you're running around in your uniform, like you've got your shirts on it. I'm gonna to have to buy more shirts. Yeah. I'm trying to save in money. This instance, we're going to parents' evening. Everyone, that's an opportunity. It's the only time you see your classmates out of uniform. So it's an opportunity to show off a little. Yeah. Bit. And my dad's like, put the uniforms back on. What, were, what would you have worn? I'd probably have worn a, a, some. Not, I had a pair of knockoff 
uh, Armani denim jeans and were too big for me. I probably wore them. <laughs> the metro touch. I went. I went to Highbury Grammar School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to. You had to wear. You had to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. That was the lit back then, mate. How old are you? Oh, yeah, man. You know about that then, mate. Because one of my mates yesterday, one guy called Big Up Specs. So we done a shoot for Nike last week. Right. And um, they give us the new Nike uh, Astro Turfs. And they're actually really, you know, sometimes you you put them on, you're like, right, these are are tidy. So I said to him, I said, mate. You can wear these, yeah. I swear, and he, he looks up to me, yeah. That's Mate, funny. yesterday he comes in, jeans and astroturf. <laughs> no, I swear my life. I got, I got my phone out. I'm like, Mate, you dickhead, what are you doing? He's like, me, well, you said it looks cool. <laughs> oh, my, my life, yeah. No, oh. But they drop, they drop. So yeah. Let's go, let's go with this because this is a bit we started last week. And mm. let us know yours in the comments to call those with the days. <laughs> oh, right, go on. <laughs> So we talk about little things that we missed. Like, yeah, as Astro Turfs, that was the, just wearing Astro Turfs. That was it, right? Really? That was constantly. But I don't, I don't miss that. Like, that wasn't a good time. That was a mistake. Yeah, well, it was. It was okay then. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. a lot of things, man. Yeah, I've, I've got jeans because I'm a hoarder. In my, we're getting rid of them now, but that are so baggy. <laughs> Did you? Now hang on though, because that, that, that's coming back. Well, this is it's what I'm. I'll be, I'm going to be gutted. If they do, because <laughs> they're expensive baggy yeah, jeans. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like so, but back it was in. Yeah, it was in then. So we can't. <laughs> we can't knock it. <laughs> what make are they? What make are they? With the jeans, the baggy jeans. Yeah. Um, bloody hell. Um, it's like G star rule. No, <laughs> mate. I tell you what. <laughs> these were about no. If something like that, it was one of these. Dusty. It was one of these. What that? <laughs> no, not that. yeah. What? No, Cole Carney. No, and all that. Oh, and yeah, that yeah. Yeah. He's gone way back. Like, weren't that? I haven't ordered from that time. These were like some expensive jeans that I've gotten. I was meant to go and get them a bit tailored. So I've got big thighs, and mm. I've always had to tailor jeans and that. Never did, mate. And they were still there. But if they do come back round, then I'm back in. It's sort of Staying on the football room. Well, uh, those were the days. R nine boots. Remember them? I do remember them. Overrated. Really? Yeah. What? Don't Shut like up. them. Well, don't like them. No. They're He's like, right. They're considered like the, in the top five boots ever made. And I, I had Ashley Turf better looking than them. I tell you what, they were I so couldn't. Nice. This is my thing. I've got wide. F- Man, it's been horrible for me. Like, wide <laughs> clothes and yeah. So I've got big, big thighs, wide feet, big calves. So with them, I, I was boot washing. I used to clean boots for a guy called Eisden Christie um, at Orient. I think his son might play now for Coventry Christie. I think it might be his son or whatever. Anyway. But Eisen, so I was in the team, and Eisen weren't even a team about to wash his boots. So for Chris, uh, he was a Mansfield legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, um, he loved your football. Manager. Uh, it's too much. He's like, like football manager. <laughs> Listen, when you played football no, manager, yeah, no, QBR in Division Two. So we played okay. against. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had that one with Owen, a guy called Owen Archdeacon who played for. Blackpool. <laughs> what a face! No, right, yeah, yeah. Burnley, but. But he's like you say, he's a football manager. I yeah, had him yeah, on yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tonton Makuku's own. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so for Christmas, type bastard, instead of giving me money, he gave me a pair of uh, these, but they were size seven. I was a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wasted time. No, they weren't, but I had to wear them, didn't I? I had to show the boys I had these R9s, right, yeah. the black ones with the, uh, oh. the red stripe. Yeah. Man, it literally to this day now, mm. and I promise you, no lie, I cut my toenails last night and I said to Emma, my feet are finally back because from then till now until I've been taking these tablets yeah for my fungal infection on my toes I'm sorry TMI but I don't care so this I is do. a unique podcast um, for us. this yeah. is different I like it literally it comes from them Eisden Christie R9 boots and it's literally really? my nails have just finally grown nice and straight not bruised 
Because I tell everyone, it's like, oh, your feet, oh, oh, your feet. <laughs> Man, I play football. Football, football of feet, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, it's from the boots. The, the two sizes too small. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> yeah, but great boots, great boots, but Foot you're fans. right, they're, not, they're, they're overrated. Good boots, though. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on this week's, uh, those were the days... Um, Kevin Keegan's little face. <laughs> what? Just what I was just was thinking, what, was, what nice things that make me feel, feel warm. Kevin Keegan. When he was even at Man City, uh, at Newcastle, England. Let's I mean, he, was, he didn't work, but it, it, I loved his little face. Let's take it back to 1978. Kevin Keegan uh, got World Player of the Year. He then releases a love song. <laughs> Why not, mate? It was amazing. They had all the lights, like stars in their eyes, all the smoke, and the lights were flickering Seriously? up on him. But I'm just thinking, it was like they literally done that. Little curly hair. But it'd be like the equivalent of Ronaldo releasing a love song now. <laughs> world, the World Player of the Year, yeah. singing the ballad. I couldn't believe it. I had to do a show the other day where we're going through um, songs, World Cup songs, and just footballer songs. Big up Ray, do the right thing. Yeah, I'm uh, going to be Andy speaking. Cole, outstanding. Is that one as well? No, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that's that. huge. Is, is it? it? Is it? <laughs> is it? Right. it shouldn't. They shouldn't be allowed. I know you. I'm, right, is good. Mm, oh, bro, no. no. Tottenham fan. No, Tottenham fan. No I don't respect, care. No respect. I don't care. Uh, oh, you're having it. No. Still wearing the same hats now. Yeah, yeah, big up, big up, um, yeah, Keegan. Yeah, yeah. Big up, Keegan. Do you know what? Diamond Knights by uh, Glenelg and Chris Waddle. Do it. That's yeah, interesting. Like, no. okay. This is serious. Like, they took it serious. See, right, got to number 14, I think. <laughs> right, you see? That got to 14. Um, who's got to number two? Another. Gascoigne? Uh, Liverpool. Fog- Fog- Liverpool. Anfield Rap. And yeah, from yeah, yeah. flipping rap. We are at the. F- we are at you the know f- they sang on John Barnes's head. Use it as a microphone in the video. Get up. After have a look at that. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't believe it. So is that all right? That was in 1988. <laughs> no, it's not. No, yeah? no. That was in 1988. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't know about this, explain just explain so, the whole context. Liverpool FC done the music video um, in 1988 before the new new world. Before John Barnes done that rap, That's he rapped right. before. Um, I had the whole team right there was a part of the video where you see this thing at the bottom of the screen but I know what it is because I've got the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, I know what that is yeah you can't fool me yeah John Barnes's head they're, they're rapping into it the two scousers ah, well, no. yeah, 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 and all that, yeah. on my life man I couldn't believe it and that got to number two I heard but anyway, that was in 1988. How do I so, know about that? Through the 90s... I mean, maybe they tried to bury it. I had to run away from kids <laughs> trying to fucking rap in my head. Yeah. yeah? And I didn't know why. <laughs> Until last week. <laughs> yeah. So I see John Barnes letting them motherfuckers do it to him. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't is, know why. That's it's not right. And Barnes is the biggest advocate of fucking... Sorry to keep swearing. Sorry. Fan League, I love you. Um... He's the big advocate of, oh, they don't want to do this because I'm a black manager and this, that. And I love Barnsley. My dad loves Barnsley. He's favourite player, but I'm the same. Barnsley, man, don't be talking all that. I, I guess all that I would say in that, uh, without going too political, it would yeah. be that uh, it would have been tricky for him at that time to, say to, no. to stand up and go, you know, what the fuck are you doing? No, man. This, he probably suggested it. You know why I know that? Because I'm the guy, the black guy that was suggested to. <laughs> Trust me. You know what I mean? But not, not back then. Like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? And he, I don't know. Listen, it's not that serious. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. But it yeah, just shocks me that Barnsley, of all people, yeah. that uses the whole thing, was letting that happen. Then so so maybe learned a lot in that. that in the in the um, decades. Um, regular Liverpool. David Beckham hairstyle changes. He's given up on that. 
Remember that? Remember that every two months? I'm not saying it's a good thing. He's getting old. Like, Maybe yeah, that's he's it. He's getting old, man. You get to an age where... You can't change. Like, that. I've got two more years left of dancing in my corridor and that before I'm the old guy dancing in his corridor. Yeah. And I'm possibly the old guy dancing in his corridor now, but... I'm cool. You're getting away with it. I I had a similar sort of epiphany when uh, I went to Brighton to see my my brother who was studying down there and was with my missus and he was in a nightclub and I looked around and there were children around, like like full-blown children. They should should be in bed. And I was like looking around and I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm too old for this. I am the old old uncle. I'm the old weird geezer in the club. So they shouldn't be there. I'm the old weird geezer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't realise it until that moment. I was like, we've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here immediately. And final one this week, um, Fabrizio Ravanelli. Jeez. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. Of course. Over his head. Yeah, first Who started that whole thing? And that was um, another one I had written down was that the the freedom to celebrate how you want it, that has gone. Do you know what's happened now? Everyone's just doing a bloody knee slide. Yeah. There's no... Mm. It was like Hand masks shake. and things like... Yeah. All that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Because uh, uh, all the Tottenham yeah, players yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Son, son, <laughs> this kid's geezer son, the happiest footballer on earth. Mm. Um, he's, he, he just, he's got one of these weird handshakes for every single yeah. person. Yeah. But, you know, fair play, if he's happy. Any other football team had that that going on, you'd be going mad. Well, no, I wouldn't. Uh, and, but, yeah. Man United did it, or they do, as it goes. Linda yeah. um, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, let's talk about your professional career. Uh, it's a short one, yeah. But I, still, I don't, mate. I, just about, you know. I set out. Um, did you? No. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't. That's what I was trying to get. I can't play level side mate. football any level. That, the fact that you've played professional football is incredible, man. Man, it's I, so set, cool. I set out anything I set out to do, and I'm not saying this to be big-headed, um, because I fouled out a lot. But what I set out to do, I usually do get, and then my problem was always. Like, cause I got it easy at football. <clears throat> remember, I can remember I was 11 years old. I had my friend called Ricky Deer. Um, he was this kid from the block, but his nan, Nanny Bet. She see her the other day. She was in the book. He's having a bet, no lie. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I thought her name was Betty. No, I swear to Anyway, but she was like the best nan ever. I, I wanted a white nan. I ain't gonna lie to you. She she raised the bar for nans because my nans was yeah, in, 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 in cakes and, and crumpets, right? Big up my nan, love you. Um, but yeah, Nanny Beck took me to watch Ricky play football. The ball come off the pitch. I sp- my little black ass sprinted across the pitch, and I'm quick. Mm. They were like, "Whoa!" Was it like Forest Gump? Mate, I'm telling you. They said, "Look, come train." I trained. I could not. What team was this? Sorry, this is Enfield Rangers. This is the right, Sunday yeah. League team. But yeah, yeah. it was a good one. Middle, in Middlesex, I'm 11 years old. Right. Uh, hadn't played football before that, right? Wow. Um, then yeah, went and trained. Couldn't trap a bag of cement, but I'm a quick learner. I really am a quick learner. That's why that's my my. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Gift. I think uh, I've been natural gifted. Just I uh, pick up things quick, and once I like something, I wanna I wanna become the best. So yeah, literally by the time I was thirteen, I was at Queens Park Rangers. Yeah, man. Like, literally, I well eleven. Then I got into the school team, scraped it because I, I had a fight with another player, Bradley Paul. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember them all. No, man. Mate, it's funny when you're at school, you do. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. So, I had a fight with Bradley Paul. He was really good technically. Did you win? Um, I was the well, toughest mate. His fighting yeah, yeah. was good technically. Uh, no, no, it's football. As a football yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm still a swingers, mate. Trust me. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, got just scraped into team. Done that. Then through that, Mr. Cook. So I'm talking to you off air about um, just having someone that likes you. Like it's all about opinions, football. I mean, a lot of things about opinions. Mr. Cook liked me, and he put me forward to the the Borough team. So I've gone to the Borough team. It's like, well, a few of these guys I know from the Sunday League thing. These are the good players in the in the, in the Borough. Scraped in that as a right midfielder, like by now I don't even got a position, and uh, started doing well with that. The following year I got into the county team. Like, well, got sent to the county trials. That's when I thought, okay, because when I went there, I was the only player that wasn't at a pro team. Every single player was at a pro team. My mate, who's now my best friend, two of my best friends, Chris Heron, David Watley, was at QPR. Um, like them, lot was always there doing their thing, and you'd, they'd talk about the players, and they'd go on the weekend and play and. You'd hear all, mate. I went to this middle sets and I'm, I ended up getting man of the match. I scored a, a screamer. Balls come over on the right wing, bounced, volleyed it. Wow. Had my green Lotto boots on. Um, big up Lotto boots, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's where they started. So, the what, black with the green. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. No, mine were green. Green. Oh, wow. Yes, that's wow. when they started bringing out the colour boots, right? And you had to. Uh, then days you had to be a player. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, yeah. not yeah, to be a player. Like, I think right? so, still to this day that's just still. That's how it should be. Yeah, but yeah. now, you wear white boots, you now everyone's good. a player now. Anyway, but um, so I got into that count, and then from that moment there, after that county game, and I played a few, I was just picking. I was so learning, learning. Colton Cole was in that team. A few of us was good players in that team, and um, kept Colton out the team. Colton, I tell him this every time I see him, I'm really a defender. I'm by now I'm playing defence right. and uh, for Enfield Rangers centre back that moved me from I was so poor technically that I just had to keep moving me when I was in, when I was in midfield I was a good midfielder because I could run all day yeah. but I, just, I was like one of them African not players no disrespect but like literally they, like Kante you could, mm. I could just run all day again passing wasn't great um, so they moved me into defence and that's when it was just it, I was I used a bit of what I had learned and I was a great so many defender. stories of that of the players that have played up front yeah, or and then move back like 100%. Ashley Cole I think was the centre yeah. and, and well because you usually find like at Sunday league level yeah. they just say oh he's quick let's put him up top let's put him as an attack but the, the higher yeah. you go they say okay let's, they, they say find your position and um, I, read, I love football I read the game you know what I mean but anyway 
county team from that floodgates open every team in London called me and it was a, it's a choice I was getting them coming to my Sunday league games and you didn't know who was a scout who was I thought one guy who I thought was my uncle Beris it was a QPR scout so I'm coming up to him <laughs> acting up with, with my mum's there and she knows because my uncle uh, Justin Cochran yeah he was a QPR at the time so he sent him down to watch me um I thought it's my uncle Beres, I'm caught. I said, Mum, I need gloves. And she's like, she now, she's been coming to football for two years. She knows that you're not meant to wear gloves. You're not hard, you know what I mean? So she's like, she's like, Kevin. She went, no, like, you don't need gloves. I went, Mum, it's freezing. I said, give me my gloves, man. Like, come on. I'm like, and she says that, and I'm like, oh, I said, these are rubbish, but we're going to kill them. And we did, we ended up winning 16-2. I curled two in top corner. Another head, yes. <laughs> One, I run the length of the pitch. Like, I done bits. And the Tottenham scout was there. And he comes up to uh, my mum, the QPR scout, who he doesn't know is the QPR scout, invites me to um, uh, training with Tottenham on the Monday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the QPR scout says, oh, Kevin, he goes, I'm Roger, uh, Queen's Park Rangers scout. I'm like, rah, like, <laughs> two, two or one day. I'm like, yeah. anyway, it went on from there. And then, yeah, just improved, improved, improved. And uh, man, this is a real in-depth story that me and my manager were thinking of a book. So you're getting some of the... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But you know, so then yeah, from that, about 13 years old, 14 years old, done schoolboy at Cupid, I done a good two years there, learnt a lot. Like we, we trained in gyms with smaller balls. Um, so I got technically, like, I, I got technically really good. My passing, my, my long passing became my strength, like my ping. So to speak, what they back, call it back then. They still call it a ping. Yeah, yeah. They still call it a ping. Why not? Been at the game, but um, yeah, my ping was ridiculous. That's when the Adidas Predators the oh, second pair like the one with a nice tongue yeah, of big yeah, white stripes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when them ones I begged my mum 120 quid she got them for me big up my mum because she become a real <laughs> soccer she, she, that's how she knows football now mm. she like from studying it with me because I had to learn and like because I was really trying to study the game like to catch up with the kids because they didn't have my pace they didn't have my strength right. um, they didn't have my knowledge man was banging out football manager them times there championship <laughs> manager yeah tact- tactically aware yeah. Um, so I just needed to learn the game <laughs> you have, like last five minutes of game you're losing two one you're all out attack <laughs> <laughs> long ball yeah. <laughs> don't go direct trust me trust me but um, from that remember I told you about the, they made me captain and like Alan McDonald, RIP, made me captain because I swear I really, like, I became a... Like, people say the student of the game and I've become a student of the game. But through doing that, when you then... You don't get the contract you want or you get released, you then... You go the opposite way. That's like, tough. Mate, oh, I, That's to quit. I quit. I did quit. And by chance, after QPR, I ended up playing a game for Southend because my brother's mate was coached there, Ricky Duncan. Uh... He was coached there and he said, look, come play a game. So I played for Southend against Leighton Orient. We lost 5-1, but I'd done a Richard Dunn. Yeah, I was unbelievable. Right. I don't know how you can be unbelievable in centre-back when you lose 5-1, but it would have been 20 goals, man. Right. They were... I, I, was, I was sick that game, honestly. I was sick that <laughs> game. So, so playing, first of all, playing professional football, like playing games for Leighton Orient, right? So, yeah. What's... Was there any funny things that fans shouted? What's it like playing in a game like that? Because that's different to playing, even like, say, Soccer Aid or something like that. Yeah. You've got 80,000. No, you can't hear a word of this. Mm-hmm. There's too many people. But a place like Leighton Orient where you get like, was it four or 5,000, something like that? Well, what did you hear? Like, yeah. what's, kind of, what's yeah, the funniest yeah. thing you heard? Yeah. Right, so, so, 
played for Orient's first team. We, we had a game. Have a cup game. It might have been a friendly, but we played Barnet. It's quite a rival. I don't know. It's, it's a rival game anyway, Barnet. And I must have pinged this ball down the line. Yeah. It was more than that because they used to do channel balls. Yeah. I'm picking you out. I'm picking space with backspin on it. Yeah, word to Paul Scholes, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've done you that. Watch this. The Paul spin it back. Um, Tatey, one guy, Chris Tate, love red wine. He, he runs onto it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, love red wine. Right. Uh, smelling all the time. <laughs> um, he bangs it in. I hear, yeah, Steve-O, Steve-O, Steve-O. So I go and get a tattoo. Yeah, saying Steve-O. Well, right, yeah. well you say that to this right, camera right, here. Yeah, so I go and get my Steve-O tattoo and <laughs> like... Because I heard Steve-O, that's my new name now, I'm Steve-O, yeah? Is that a slight overreaction? I find out <laughs> they weren't, they were saying Jippo. No, no, no. <laughs> no! Yeah. Tatey, <laughs> that's what his name is, Jippo. Right, because he had long hair? Because he, he was as a Jippo, mate. Yeah, right. So you thought you were Steve-O, but yeah. they were saying Jippo? Yeah, so it, up to the you asked the youth team boys at Orient, they still say, like, now, what... Brother, you call yourself Steve-O. No one called you. But you imagined it. Wow. <laughs> and not only that, it says Stevo. It doesn't even say Stevo. I swear down. If you really look, talk English, that is Stevo. Yeah, yeah, there's no E. So, Stevo. mate, that's about 17 years old. What are you going to do? But, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that was, that was what I used to hear. I used to hear bullshit and make my make crowd chants up. And uh, we'll have to get you on again and talk about it more. But the last thing I wanted to talk about was who's the, the best... A couple of the best players that you ever played against or played with? Um, youth team. So at QPR, we had the, the most unbelievable youth team. Like, we was the best, but we lost the academy final to uh, Nottingham Forest. But in that team, there was a couple. There was one kid who never actually made it called Brian Fitzgerald. He was like Mark Hughes, but at 16 years old. Now, to understand what I'm saying there... Hughesy was probably one of the greatest guys are holding the ball up like mm. that should come later on in your life as a footballer right. Brian Fitzgerald was doing that holding it up like bringing he made my, probably why my ping looked so good because he used to just trap all the time so Brian Fitzgerald was probably my greatest player but then he didn't make it there was another guy called Leon Jean I think he ended up playing for Wales at 17 yeah he did, did. he play for Wales uh, no it was it forwards but definitely under 21 like, I saw this guy play he was the most unbelievable winger second striker you'd yeah, ever seen but he had problems like he come from a tough home in Wales he come from a real bad place in Wales and it was just tough to control the kid man you know what I mean um, but Leon Jean there's a guy called Stephen Cook bro, a lot of these guys I'm saying didn't make it that's how football is yeah. these are the ones that and then it's just someone that would come out of nowhere and he, and he makes it yeah. you know what I mean so the, like Leon Knight Knighty he's, he was better he was better than Defoe but he wasn't because the foe would practice, 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 practice. Okay. You know what I mean? So, man, I, my age group was the best. That was the last golden era of football because, and it's coming back now, though, the youngsters that we've got coming through are wicked now, but that was the last era of Lillyshaw. Mm. You know what I mean? My age group, like the year above me was the last year, like the Leon Knight, Jermaine Defoe age group. Joe Cole, like, Joe Cole, Noble, another guy called Noble, not David, no, um, not Mark Noble, was a guy called David Noble, played for Arsenal. Two feet, like, Unbelievable. Mm. Carrick was unbelievable. These kids were unbelievable at that age, man. But um, you know, after the after the Liddyshaw went, like you stopped seeing these. 
kids yeah. get into. I think we are seeing it, like you said, it's coming back, there's this England DNA thing that they're yep. kind of into. St George's, mate, it's because of the St George's Park, I'm telling you, get we, these kids. We went up there, didn't we? Yeah, we went up there. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing place. Um, can I just take you back to something you said earlier, about 20 minutes ago? Um, you said that QPR and Tottenham Scout were there. Mm. And you made the decision to join QPR. Whoa, what oh. is wrong? Well, that's, maybe it's your decision making. That's mate, the no, no, no. Oh, Flav. Seems like a smart move. Flav, nah, mate. I'm what? telling you. That is it. I should have listened to my dad. <laughs> go no, Tottenham. Always go Tottenham. Oh, mate. Tottenham gave 11 kids YTSs because they could afford to see if give them another two years to progress. QPR couldn't afford it. They went into administration. That's when QPR fucked up that Where's year. Money again? Weirdly, if you'd. If you'd gone to Spurs, you probably would have ended up back at QPR. No, no, but from Spurs Tottenham, you go QPR. From QPR, you go Leighton Orient. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. That, no, that mate, true. Listen, yeah, like, yeah. I know this as an adult now, so I'll always tell a kid, go to the highest club, mate. Right. Challenge yourself, and if it doesn't work out, you go to that next club. Anyway, QPR, Orient offered me first-team football <laughs> at a young age. I'm sorry, no, it's the truth, mate. And, uh, like, yeah, 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 they offered me first-team football at a young age. I did get in the first team at a young age, but... You like as good as I was. You leave a late in Orient. Where the fuck are you going, bro? You're only going and getting to where did I go? Aldershot. Brentford. Aldershot. Even Brentford are better than us. Oh, Brentford. Brentford, Brentford are doing all right now, though. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, Brentford are doing all right uh, now. Let's talk about the biggest game of the weekend: Man City versus Spurs. Man City just been completely unstoppable. Um, Watergate and all that stuff's happened. That one, I'm sure that's when been it gone now. Gate. Yeah, well, it's changed. There's been a oh, lot of yeah, yeah, Who the hell in the Man City dressing room drinks milk? Odd, isn't it? Uh, that yeah, is that is a, that's an odd one. No one drinks milk straight from the car. And I also imagine sort of David, David Silver just. It's much for the fighting thing. I think it's actually blown out of proportion. Surely, like this shit happens at, in football all the time. But all the time, like fighting. When it happens with someone like Mourinho, who's a bitch. Yeah. It gets out like this is that simple. Like Mourinho, like so. Mourinho is that guy that slid along the touchline in front of Alex Ferguson, one of the greatest ever people in football, manager, player, whatever, greatest ever. Not right? only that, the, what was it Inter Milan, Barcelona? I think I don't know if it was Guardiola who was there. No, Real Madrid, in Barcelona. Was, no, what, when he, was was when he ran across. Yeah, Inter Milan, Barcelona. I was in the Champions League. It was against Guardiola. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's pointing yeah. up, and you got you got what's his name? Grabbing him, going like this. Yes, right. So this is the Mourinho that we, we've painted this picture that now goes to Man City's dressing room says can you turn the noise down yeah. <laughs> like you just wanted like and all I've wanted in football since our era I say a plus 30 old guys woo, is passion in a derby because derbies don't mean shit no more yeah. only really the Arsenal Tottenham derbies mean in that nowadays mm. but to, so to see Man City throwing confetti that is very very but I don't care that's Mourinho move man that, and look it got him going crazy it worked yeah. I guess the one thing that he does time and again he's doing it again is he the and what was the what was like the, there was such a difference in the quality of those two teams oh. you, we're not talking about it yeah. Yeah, so yeah. what I want to try and do yeah, let's talk about it because yeah. with that game and I guess we'll, we'll see it again this weekend against Spurs you've seen the other teams have their, their wobbles last year Guardiola sort of came in and I think everyone thought Guardiola's going to just destroy it and they're going to take Man City mm-hmm. to the next level it's taken him a year longer than he would have hoped but if you forget Watergate and Do all that stuff... Do you think a year longer than he would have hoped? Because he seems like the guy that, as soon as he come in... Because I forget, he was watching the team six months prior. Yeah, he would know that 
them players, they're not good enough. To he do would what not. He, wants. Yeah. he th- knows he needed. I reckon he knows he needed another year. Maybe, but the, the bottom line is he was narky last year. Yeah, he was he didn't like in a mood constantly. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, he was. He was twitchy, wasn't he? Yeah. And but now is it? So first question is: Are, are we seeing seeing that Guardiola is? Because also, just as much as you've seen Guardiola's great, you're seeing that Mourinho. We're seeing the same. I saw this at Chelsea. Mm. I've seen this before, where it's kind of he's running out of the siege mentality, yes. working it out for him. So is Guardiola proving that he's the best out of that I was, top six manager? I was a wasn't a I wasn't a doubter as such, but it was a, a listen. Barcelona, that's why I can't guys, man. That you're you've now turned um, Munich. Don't want to treble. That's the other got there, Yeah, I don't know those names. Uh, right in, yeah. So this one now is like okay. Let's see what you can actually do. And we're calling it bog standard players. We've still got Oguero or Aguero, I always say his name wrong. Still got all these players in that team, by the way, so they're still a company. Still good enough. Still good enough. But um to how he needs to play, they wasn't. And uh as I criticized him, but he's now showing me because there was a part of the game the other day when Rashford or Lifis Lingard is running towards goal but he's a bit out to the wing Walker gets in front of him sheer pace but he's now on top of the keeper he fires it back to the keeper I'm thinking whoa the keeper has a touch plays it straight through the middle mm. like that there was like okay you've now got the players that can play your way because yeah, last year that, that is that's, I don't know what's happening if that happens I just don't know what's happening yeah, you know what I mean um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you can't deny the fact that in terms of the high-pressure situation where he's got to deliver at that level, he has to... There's a different type of pressure at managing Stoke or Tottenham or West Ham. You, you've, got to, you've got to get more out of your players than you can, uh, you, most managers can. But with, with, with him, with Pep, he's in a situation where he has to win the league and these players have to do as they're told. And he needs the very best players to, 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 to have his tactics play out. That said, he does have everything at his disposal. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Like, does, does the amount of money yes. and, and all that yeah. stature, does that kind of make it a bit void? Does it, yeah. or not totally, but how much does it take uh, away as a percentage? Always, like, you know my opinion is there will always be doubts about it like don't do it like, after you've done this like, you've proved it you, we know what you've done with Barcelona you know what you've done in Bayern Munich you've won the European Cup and the league with, with Man City which you probably will right now actually do something else so, so go to maybe like a Liverpool or Tottenham uh, keep lower. lower 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 and yeah. then what win a league West Brom go and win a league with West Brom see let, and then I will bow down I'll do anything <laughs> you want Ooh. And even the one thing you might have with that if he went there because that's the, uh, that's one thing I love about Diego Maradona is went to Napoli yeah and and took a team that never won it and, and did it well, that's, that's what I love amazing. about uh, what's this, Jamie Vardy he went to Leicester to Leicester to places slightly different you know what though I think um, with that pet thing if he goes to West Brom again unless they get a treasure chest you know why it will Can never work because the way he has to play he needs the players of the highest calibre yeah that's the only way the pet way works because you're now telling players to, uh, to switch on at the, their maximum attacking as well as switch on at their maximum defending because let's Look, take a look at his team they're the, they're the best defensively like, it's funny as a team uh, Pochettino yeah. the, the story goes that when Pochettino come, come in he got rid of uh, Kabul but he also got rid of Michael Dawson, Dawson. and 
Dawson was loved at Spurs, absolutely loved. And the story goes that he wasn't able to grasp what Pochettino needed from his centre back, mm. so he let him go, despite being like mm. he was a club captain at the time. Yeah. Wow. And um, you know, and 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 it was the same with Pep. He's, he's I don't know how if he simplifies what he's doing to a point where anyone can understand, but he certainly works with best players. And when you hear this this stuff with managers. I trust him. It doesn't mean much to him, but he trusts him to be able to yeah. play out the tactics on the pitch. So, of those the top six teams, yep. rank the managers in order. So, you've got Klopp, Jose, Poch, Pep, Arsene Wenger, and Antonio Conte. Who is the worst out of those? Let's do it, let's do it that way. Who's the worst out of those? The least managers? good. The least goodest. The worst. As they say. And now, as we are we talking manager as... What a manager is, because this, this nowadays they've got coach. I guess coach. just in their abilities as a Cause co- co- head coach or manager. The, the ability to get the job done. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's hard for. Because I'm putting Wenger at the bottom then now. I, I, he hasn't got the job done in freaking years. He is the, he is the years, worst bro. out of those managers. What's what I'm today? saying? Like, today, if you're talking about running today, 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 if you're talking about running a like Wenger's the best at running a club and all of that, and he's like, done a lot. He's not man. He's the guy, bro. You can't disrespect Arsenal, but I don't know if he's running the club, though, is he? Maybe I don't he know. used to. That's what I'm saying. What's going on now? Yeah, he's, he's, he's influential. Right. He's very yeah, influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Slowly look, phasing him out. It's a bit like Mark Lawrence. You got you got to give us parameters. Do, well, do your picks. I'm going to focus. No, they're not gone yet. But they're just rubbish. There's got to be some parameters. You're talking about in terms of who you'd want managing the football club. The job done today. Today. Getting the job done. Could explain it though. I mean, that's quite the above thing. Arsenal, above Tottenham, the league. How can I put? How can I put Pochettino above? Safeguard yourself because you're worried about the comments. I get that, Flav. But maybe <laughs> nah, I ain't worried about the up there, man. Just gently get your testicles out. Look what he does. an answer. <laughs> look what he done at Southampton with, with these players, and he's now again making like you give you give him the the the, the chess Pep gets. He could be better. Whoa. Bro, because he gets... So we're saying Pochettino number one? No, no I'm no, not saying no. that. I'm not I saying that, but I'm saying... Let's go this way round, because I think it's so hard to do just like reel them off like that. But So so Wenger at the bottom for me. Yeah, Wenger at the bottom. Right. All right. Then who's, then who's next? Klopp. Klopp, easily. And wow. I'm saying... Both, both you know why? Only because at the moment I can see what Klopp is trying to achieve with his team. With Arsenal Wenger, I don't even know what's going on no more of him, mate. That's why he's there. Yeah. Before I used to know, I knew exactly what Arsenal Wenger was doing. It was bang, bang, short football. Now I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't think he's gone. Yeah. So it's Arsenal, uh, Arsenal Wenger, Klopp. I was Conte. I was, one thing I was saying was Klopp. Conte as well. <laughs> this is amazing. I think Klopp is sick, bro. I think Klopp and Poch are really, really close mm. because one thing I see most times I watch Liverpool is they're two defenders away from being. Unbelievable. Their problem and their, maybe a goal. Their defensive. Their problem isn't to do with personnel. It's to do with the way Klopp sets. Oh, spud me, please, Flav. Right? No, 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 no. Because, bro, you're in that Liverpool defence here, and as a defender, right, I know this. You got Marino making mistakes. You got this guy making mistakes. This guy makes it. The keeper making mistakes. Like they're not getting worked on as a unit. You go back to now, Jules Graham. He's just every single day, unit, unit, unit. That's when you can get a player like Nigel Winterburn, who's not even great. Did he even play for England? Not many times, no, you know what I mean? Not. Lee Dixon didn't play for England many times. 12 caps. Then, man, uh, uh, Keown ended up becoming an England because he adapted, yeah. you know what I mean? But 
So now you put that with the Liverpool team. These guys, they're not they're not getting coached as def- defensive unit. They're not getting. They're not. A big part of that is, I think a big part of it is personnel for me because it's individual errors. Yeah, it definitely is, but it's because that comes with not just like you're like you just don't know your players. Like they're not get like, and pick a back four, whatever back three, whatever it is. Keep that team. Keep them players. Let them learn. Make them go out to dinner together. That's what I'm saying. These are the little tricks that you hear coaches do. They'll go and make their back four do do a book club together. You don't do a book club every week or movie club. I, want you, <laughs> I just love to run for flying. Trust me, you know what I mean. Like so. And then not only that, another thing could be the keeper. If you haven't got a keeper behind you, trust. Look at Arsenal's defence improved when Petr Cech come. Mm. Then the rest of the team got shit. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> bad example. Yeah. But um, yeah, could be that. But as a unit, as a yeah, as a unit, I think live. Uh, I'm looking at Lovren. I'm thinking, bro, like he's not. I'm looking at him. He can pass. He can do this. But then it just be something like it's a moment, isn't it? A moment. But a moment comes from if you ain't got someone, you haven't got a leader. If you haven't got a leader in that defense, that's going to say, look, you here, you here. Like Tony Adams' best ever game. Or the, sorry, not his best ever game. One of his games he done to get him into the team. He played his worst ever game, but his mouth the whole game just kept talking, talking, mm. talking, 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 and that's how he got into the first. All team. right, I'll concede then. <coughs> two against one. Um, so Klopp is the fifth best out but, of this lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then, we, so we've got left Jose, who we were slagging yeah. off earlier, um, Pochettino, Conte, and of course Pep. Conte. Conte, um, <laughs> you've got me Poch, with this. Yeah. Jose Pep. That's what I'm saying. So Jose's second. <laughs> He's still uh, the man. Look what he done at the start of this season. You can argue. I mean, people are going to be a mental in the comments, <laughs> like, and about, it's, it's about trophies won and whatnot. Yeah. It's also about what you do with your the, the transfer budget you have and the personnel you have in your team. Uh, Conte, uh, you know, he's from a very rich football club who can buy their way to success. Spurs ain't that. I think it was. I think Chelsea had a squad there that was ready, ready to go. Just needed to get the best out of it. And Kante, Kante no, is a joke. No, no Champions League, bro. It showed you how like them extra games. I'm telling you, mm. make a hell of a lot of difference. That's true. They make a hell of a lot of difference. And Conte, for me, breath fresh air when he come. Well done. Like change free at the back, and everyone followed him. Like we doing in limits, follow whatever's winning. Um, but. You're now asking him, okay, go and sign some decent players, and then you go and bring in that Bakayoko Giza. Like that's not worked, is it? What the <laughs> hell, bro, man? Uh, that's an example of how um, how again players benefit from being part of that unit. Monaco, they had so many good players, yes. or did they have lots of lots of decent players that were Play. made to look brilliant in this, yes, this Monaco side? Even Southampton and Tottenham, yes. you know, under Pochettino, yes. we've got we've got average players or good players that are made to look brilliant because you don't then he bought Rodriguez from Southampton Jay because Rodriguez, he looked, yes, yeah. right. Lovren went for twenty million because like, of his form under Pochettino. Was, like they all went, didn't they? That team, like bloody were Lallana. Klein, Lallana, Klein, yeah, Klein, yeah. Uh, keeper. So how long are we going now? I'm quite a while though. Uh, 15 more minutes. Okay, right. Um, so because I want to do soldiers lost in battle, and then oh, Steve, we'll have to get you on again, mate. Because uh, yeah, it's just been it. a bit too easy to chat. I don't do um, so that is our. Let us know in the in the comments. Uh, we've gone for. They've gone for Pep, then Jose, then Conte, then Poch, then Klopp, then Wenger. <laughs> That's going to go down a storm. And uh, let us know yours in the uh, comments. And by the way, they're all great. Come on, we, we've we've had to pick a, a, an order of good play, of a good great managers, man. Safeguarding. No, 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 there's no backtracking no? now, Steve. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You're, you're putting Wenger in the bin. That's what I'm going. Get in oh. the bin. 
Okay, uh, soldiers lost in battle time. Um, right, Steve, this is a this is an important part of the podcast, the most important part of the podcast, because football's you know it brings a lot of people together, but sometimes circumstances exist where it divides people and upsets people mm-hmm. and and forces them into situations they don't want to be in. Okay, uh, so imagine your greatest football match you've ever been to. Think about it. Yeah, and then I'm imagine right. a girlfriend stopping you from going. You'd, wow. you would be a soldier lost in battle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bit of a different one this week because I've got one that's. Um, I mean, it's difficult to read because it's, it gets so emotional because players, people shouldn't have to miss the football. But then there's another one that's quite uplifting. So I'm going to read out both uh, this week. Here we go. Callum George. I was in the shed watching the mighty Perth glory. Yes, we still have a tin shed at one end of the field. Shouldn't talk about it in a second because that's a bit odd. A boring opening 30 minutes, we were 1 0 down and still hadn't even had a shot, so I went off to get a beer, only to discover I needed cash. Off I went to the ATM, and right as I put my card in, I heard a roar, a deafening roar. We had scored, not only we had scored, but we had scored a 30 yarder outside of the boot thunderbolt to level the scores with there being nothing but limbs going everywhere in the shed and here I was fucking waiting for my money to come out we lost the game 2-1 and then this is the uplifting one this way it's a bit different for soldiers lost weird when you swear <laughs> is it oh <laughs> uh, Gibson soldier almost lost in battle 2012 playoff final I couldn't go I was very very skinned then I found out two days before I had won two and a half grand on the Super Six Mad Scramble. I had a mad scramble for tickets. Some poor guy had a sick child and couldn't go. He sold me his ticket and travelled for just for the price of the ticket. 20, 22 penalties later, we were promoted and I was right behind the goal having palpitations. I sent over a souvenir programme to the poorly girl and I am forever grateful for the memories. Uh, good work. That is sweet. Good work. Can I have a word with you? Um, so obviously a lot of people get upset about missing football I'm upset the fact that you don't listen to the podcast when you're not on it was that have we said that one I've read that one out oh, oh is it yeah cheers no thanks <laughs> oh, it's a bit awkward for you Steve you don't want to see this like, no, I my, need to my, my, like mum and dad fighting I need to which one which one the first one uh, yeah I've never seen you so are we arguing well this feels like an argument yeah oh, you right. were on your honeymoon in oh, Kenya honeymoon? I, 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 so, I have a little story quickly go on I didn't lose oh. battle or whatever but it's sort of <clears throat> so as you know I snapchat everything so two seasons ago we played Arsenal um, I was meant to go uh, I was meant to get a ticket from a DJ called DJ Maximum he's the boy better no DJ so uh, he'd just been on tour with Skepta and uh, <laughs> he, he offers me a ticket so I'm waiting for him where he told me to meet him Max don't turn up uh-huh. yep he's had a heavy night right um, so now I'm struggling literally 10 minutes till kick off I don't know what to do so I get on my snap I'm saying it I end up getting a ticket but it's sitting on my own I've never gone to a football game sitting on my own with people I don't know never never done it right um, so I end up in the chicken chicken run that's like the best place you could sit at Upton Park um, below us was the Arsenal fans cut a long story short I ended up having the best game of my life. Yeah, I'm cuddling people. I don't know. I think I kissed this bald white geezer, yeah? <laughs> um, we was 1-0 down, then we went 
or it was 1-0 or 2-0 down, then we got it to 3-2, then it was 3-all, but I filmed all of this on my Snapchat, but at the stadium they don't get loaded. Right, right, the, the, right uh, so I'm thinking, but I've now captured every emotion of us going 2 0 down, getting 3 uh, 2, disallowed goals, us giving it to the art. I've captured everything, yeah? I get out, the story wiped. No! Honestly. But, honestly, it's not that bad because, one, it was the greatest game I'd ever been to, and two, we then played Tottenham. Uh, Later on in that season, it was another game and I captured everything again, right next to the Tottenham fans. Um, saved that story, but we lost 3-2 in the end and that went viral. So I caught oh, another moment. Uh, uh, like, wasn't sure it wasn't the 4-2 one, 4-3 with Stalteri, who scored in the last minute. No, no, that wasn't there. Sure that, that, well, no, that, well, well, that game was heartbreaking to yeah, him yeah. running through that little Canadian... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It must have been tough. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. That little Canadian. But Full stuff. in 13 or 11, 13 games of 11 games... We've taken seven. I'm still happy. Yeah, I've got to say, I enjoy our rivalry. I enjoy our, our West Ham Spurs' rivalry more than Spurs Arsenal. It's, like, no, it's, it's not even a rivalry with Arsenal, really. It's just that's pathetic. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> Arsenal fans are idiots. That's what I would say. <laughs> Did you see Santan Dave? You know the, the, the MC, yeah, Santan Dave. He went in on uh, on on Arsenal fans. Like he said, they're the worst human beings on the planet. It was on Twitter, but nowhere. I don't know what prompted it. Maybe he's it very emotional. That kid. Against yeah. Southampton. He's, like, he's an emotional kid. I like him. Yeah, he's an incredible one to you. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up there, which I'm devastated about because we've got like we had the phone call thing we were going to do. I wanted to hear oh, about geez, David Moyes. Long, we'll have to get you. We'll Sorry. have to get you on again, mate. It was my little football star. Went from oh, mate, it's fine, mate. So cool. Thank you for coming on. Join us on Fan League. Steve-O's on there. Steve-O's got a league. We've got a league. You can join both of those by downloading the app. And then add me as a friend, uh, James Alcott, two L's, two T's, and I will invite you to the one for the weekend league. We need your help, mm. okay? Uh, Steve-O, where can they find you if they, they don't know where you are? Um, Steve-O the Madman on all social media and STMM on my Snapchat, which is my main source of so good it's so good it's so funny it's so, it's so funny, funny. Yeah, if you're on Snapchat you don't follow him I don't know what you're doing <laughs> on Snapchat um, head over to the Fan League YouTube channel we're going to do a couple of prediction bits uh, now over there so you can watch that video over there um, subscribe to Ball Street uh, download us on uh, the podcast on iTunes hit that like button let us know your thoughts and uh, we'll see you next week Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.